What is up? I am Miguel Antonio, and this is the Live and Create Podcast. It's where I interview artists and entrepreneurs about what it means to live a great life and create great things. On this episode, we have Jeff Means. He's founder and co-owner of Casey Cider Co. It's probably one of my favorite hard ciders out there. Uh, They have this rosé cider that is amazing. I can't wait to go buy some more. In this episode, though, we dive into what it looked like for them in 2020 to pivot in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, It's a great story. I learned a lot just by listening to it. I hope you guys will as well. We also dive into this concept of hustle, uh, a thing that I typically really love, but we talked about the dangers behind it. It's going to be good. Hope you enjoy. The Live and Create Podcast. Thing, you know, um, you know, like that kind of thing, right? Yep. Like, did my normal job, did all that stuff, and um, you know, back at the cidery was canning a new flavor that we have going out, and mm-hmm. like just doing stuff, you Rolling. know, blocking yeah. and tackling yeah. and all that, and then like, um, let's see, what did I do after that? Oh, went back to Kansas City. Okay. Um, did a tasting. <laughs> Went and checked in on another customer, then delivered some cases and kegs, then went back to St. Joe, did a little bit more work, um, and then sat down finally with my computer and did some of like my normal job at night before going to bed. And that's just like, dude, it's just every day. Man, that's that's awesome, wild. though, man. That's um, some real entrepreneur <laughs> stuff right there. <laughs> I don't know, man. I yeah, love it's, it. it's a lot of juggling. It's a lot of um, uh, prioritizing mm. and... Well, yeah, man, you know, um, you know, I, I hate the, dude, I hate the word. I used to say hustle all the time. Yeah. Man, I've grown to like kind of resent the ideas I, behind hustle. I've had a weird mixed relationship with the word myself recently. Yeah. So tell I'm me really, about so, that. Well, I'm curious though, like where you're coming from on that. Cause yeah, it, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, dude. So my problem with hustle is, um, it's, it's, it's not a complete answer to what people are actually trying to do. And so, like, hustle has become this kind of toxic mentality Mm -hmm. that is, you know, spin, 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 you know, uh, leave everything else behind, blow through walls, do whatever you have to do to accomplish whatever it is that goal is that you're trying to accomplish. Legs broke, keep running. Yeah, man, exactly. And I can can appreciate that, and I get a lot of inspiration from that. But, Mm -hmm. man, like, hustle can a lot of times become... It, you're spinning, you're spinning, you're spinning, you're spinning. And then when you look back, it's like a tornado went through this entire portion of your life. Yep. And it's, and it's just, <laughs> dude, like, yeah, how many dead bodies does, you know what I mean? Right. Like, metaphorically speaking, you know, did you leave behind in order to accomplish that menial goal that actually wasn't greatness, wasn't success? It was yeah. just an accomplishment. And those in themselves have no inherent value. Mm-hmm. And so, good for you, man. You got to... <laughs> You got a thousand <laughs> followers or you got whatever, right? Like that you're trying to do. Um, but you turn into an asshole right. doing it, right? And so you know over the people you love the most. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I, I mean I love the idea of hustle, but man, that's that's not what it is. Ben, really. Come on, Ben. ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you, man. Cause I it's still a word that's in my vernacular. Uh, yeah. sometimes I talk about it. Sure. But I have I yeah, I've had a complicated relationship with it too because I feel like I've constantly burned myself out. And actually, I'm so I'm on this physical journey of like chasing this triathlon, mm. which is so running and swimming at these distances, especially yeah. swimming. Yeah. That's been kind of the lesson for me where it's like you can like just bang out like two miles in the pool, mm-hmm. but you hurt yourself, mm-hmm. you like tear your shoulder, you do something because you're not doing it properly. So it's, to me, it's like hustle is that idea of like, I'm just going to get out there and run 20 miles, mm-hmm. but then you break your leg or you pull a muscle and you can't run for three months. Yeah. Shin splints, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Where if you do, so like I gravitate to the concept of like, do the work, like do the actual work mm-hmm. that you need to do, mm-hmm. not all these other things like focus on. So like with swimming in the physical journey, it's been like focus on the form. So if you actually slow it down. If you run slower, you learn how to run strangely faster when the race time comes. Or like if you learn proper form, you don't have to work as hard to get the mileage you need. And so like that's I've been trying to learn from that physical journey and apply it to my own like business journey and creative journey. It's like what are the things that I'm just I've just been wasting time and I've just been hurting myself, which in turn hurts 
my family. Because mm-hmm. um, even my last, that was coming off my last tour about a year ago, I actually got back almost to this day. I was like, I hated it. Mm. I got to the end and I hated it. I love the people I met. I love the shows I got to play. But when I got back, I was like, I'm burnt out again. Mm. Can't keep doing this. Like, what right. is... <clears throat> so, yeah, I feel you. It's like, yeah, you just keep... Like you said, it's more about, like... It's more about movement as opposed to the right movement. Mm. I'm becoming fascinated by what's the right movement? Well, what's the right pace yeah. uh, and, and rest yeah. and joy? Yeah. Because there wasn't a lot of joy anymore. Yeah. And I was doing these interviews for the first season on my last tour. Yeah. And everyone kept at the, everyone kept coming back to this idea of joy and happiness mm. when it came to living a great life. Yeah. And when I'm in my car for eight hours going to the next city and things, you know, there's a whole lot of complications with touring. And sure. I'm just like, certainly, I'm not happy. Yeah. And everyone says it's about joy, but I'm not happy. I'm doing these interviews, but they're all teaching me that maybe the hustle isn't what I think it should be. So crazy. So that's interesting, though. Cheers, by the way. Cheers. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for bringing the cider. Oh yeah, Casey for sure. Cider cone. Yeah. It's... Hey. <laughs> Casey cider cone. <laughs> so when you think about that, like, <clears throat> have there been changes you've made personally off of this idea of maybe pulling away from the idea of hustle? Because mm-hmm. uh, obviously you're not afraid of working your ass off. Oh yeah, for sure. Like even the story you just described of like your last week is just <clears throat> what are the choices you're making that that's making it different that's maybe making it more healthy yeah that's a good question i'll start i'll just start by saying my priorities have changed um and that's definitely like just the start of it like so this last year has been a really big year for me um first like the cider company and i'm sure we're going to talk about that uh but also, I got married last year, yeah, so <clears throat> just had our one-year anniversary uh, like six weeks ago. That's awesome. Um, yeah, we're still together. Amazing. <laughs> Boom. Yes. One year down. Mission accomplished, you everyone. You renegotiate every year. You know, like, hey, I think we're yeah, still we going to we pulled the forward. contract out. And then, go. yeah, yeah. There's a 180-day out clause. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's not, that's not true. Um, Andrea, I love you very much. He and does. I really would never is. do that. Um, Yes, we got married, bought a house. I've done a lot of adult things in the last year. Um, The Cider Company has gotten a lot more mature uh, at work, you know, just different responsibilities, all that. And, um, yeah, there's just been a lot of – there have been a lot of checks lately Mm -hmm. where, you know, you're a father of four. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, like just you have more responsibilities now than you had yesterday. And that's going to be true for the rest of your life. Right. Like you're just constantly going to be asked to carry more, carry more burdens of other people sacrificially love people more and more all those things um you know if you're i think like if you're if you're a functioning adult who (laughs) who honestly like loves the people around you i don't think you really have a lot of room to be all that selfish Mm -hmm. at, at least not as much as you were yesterday right right i think like that's part of the journey is is learning more and more and more how to love the people around you in order to, Hmm. um, and kind of, like, honestly, in order to, like, even fulfill yourself. Yeah. Right? So for me, like, my priorities have changed a lot. Um, Is it, so for you, like, if you had to write down, like, two priorities right now off of that change, what what are those priorities for you? Yeah. um, Like, one of them is... Uh, a little more ethereal, the other is more tangible. I'll start with the first. Uh, look, one is I just, I want to learn how to love people better. Mm-hmm. And it's, that starts with my wife um, and then my friends and my family and the people around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <clears throat> again, the last year, just uh, <laughs> marriage is weird. It exposes, it exposes like the worst parts of whatever is going on. You can't hide anymore. No, you can't hide anything. When you're single, you're like, ah, I feel weird. I'm going to go home. I feel like I'm going to be an asshole. I'm going to get out of this situation. Yeah, so I'm just going to get out of the situation. Where instead, it's like, man, I'm washing the dishes and I'm in a shitty mood. And um, are we allowed to cuss on this? Yes. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, I just said asshole. (laughs) Okay, cool. We're okay. Um, I'm not even going to put explicit. Just going to. Just let yeah, let YouTube censor us. Devil. <laughs> so there we go. Oh man, you are wild. 
Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're washing the dishes, you're in a crappy mood, and, and your wife comes in and is saying, you know, whatever, and you're already in a bad You can't hide. Right. You know, whatever, whatever deep, dark nastiness that is going on in here is going to come out. Yeah. And she's going to know me, you know, in that way. And um, so it's really, it's, it's exposing a lot of uh, just like, I don't know, just the weird parts of Jeff. Right. Uh, that I didn't even necessarily have the the fortitude to know about myself, mm-hmm. right? And uh, yeah, so that's definitely part of it. Is that so? I, I think that's a goal of mine is not just trying to love to, more. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, love more, love better, uh, love more authentically, uh, love more sacrificially, even. Um, and then the second one is is more tangible, uh, which is <clears throat> one of the big like light like tunnel into the tunnel lighthouse type moments for me is uh is like kind of just a family goal which is i want to be you know financially independent from um anything and anyone i love it and uh that's a super tangible one right uh you know so so like the cider company we all have we all have day jobs we we don't take money from the cider we can't um you know the cider isn't profitable in that way right Mm -hmm. And, and maybe it will be someday but um we all agree as a team that our goal isn't necessarily to make great cider, even though that is a sub goal mm. of what our main goals are. Our main goals are to get to a spot in our lives where we're getting paid to be creative, to be unique, to be ourselves, to invest in making our little corner of the world a little bit better. Right. And cider just happens to be the thing that we're doing right now. Yeah. You know, and um, because of that, you could take what we're doing and it could be a t-shirt and hat company instead of cider. And it, yeah. it would be the exact same culture. It would be, yeah, like you know, so we got like hemp in the church shirts or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's we, all this stuff and you will be like handcrafted. It's a mint infused. Mint infused. Hoodie. It, it smells the best. <laughs> it feels the best. You know, it looks the best. Um, you know, we, we would take, we would take that same creative drive and do the exact same thing. Right. And, and one of the things like, so we collectively as a, as a team and then me specifically, you know, that's part of our goal is like, well, we want to be financially independent. And what that means to us is we want to be able to create, mm-hmm. um, and do that full time. We want to be creatives and we want to do that full time. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's kind of the two priorities. That's cool to drive it. And I love that openness because most artists and entrepreneurs that I know, they have multiple streams going anyway. Like sure. it's the way their brains work. Yeah. Um, and I love that that it opens the door for other yeah. directions. And even this last year, 2020, watching, I, I've watched a lot of my friends who either own businesses or are touring artists, whether mm-hmm. comedians or musicians, whatever, they're all having to adjust mm. and they're all having to find something new, even Everyone down has. to like, Hey, you know, we've seen some whiskey companies suddenly become hand sanitizer yeah. companies yeah. where it, it's like having a larger goal than just this, which I, I'm glad you guys do this. Oh, this thank you. Great stuff. It's pretty good. Isn't it? yeah. <laughs> and, and even a larger goal, like even for me, it's like yeah. I want to do music and I love writing and performing, but, you know, performing has looked way different now. You know, uh, for a lot of artists. Yeah. I was lucky that I had actually decided to get off the road right before Mm -hmm. all the lockdown stuff happened. But I have friends Mm -hmm. who were on the road, you know, when it was happening. But it's like, what does it look like? What is something that's bigger than that? And it's Mm -hmm. funny you say that because that's the idea for me uh, as a passion is, is like, how do I control my life? Yeah. Not allow other people to dictate what's happening. And which is... <clears throat> maybe it's an arrogant thing to say <laughs> but like as I look back on it the times I, in my life have been the happiest is yeah. when I've been the closest to that <clears throat> yeah so yeah yeah excuse me that was not COVID by the way just yes. clearing my throat so I wish we could afford to do like all the tests that like like Joe Rogan tests everybody yeah you're just gonna have to before. trust me yeah we're, it's, it's all honor <laughs> system here maybe I'll cut this out because now I don't know but <laughs> we're gonna be this will definitely censor us <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah, definitely a real thing uh, we just can't afford to yeah now I'm coughing thanks <laughs> jeez hashtag not COVID 
All right. <laughs> I wear masks. I take it seriously. I socially distance. Yes. And I've got my bubble. We do okay. our thing. Miguel just happens to be in my bubble. Yeah. We're so. in the bubble now. We're in the so. bubble. And if we have to, we will quarantine right here with Ben and Trey. I'll bring so. the cider. There we go. We'll live off cider. <laughs> we'll live off for cider. For two weeks. And not remember anything. I've had a friend who's had a quarantine <laughs> three times. Gosh. Because of, of kidding different me. things. And Gosh. it's just... It's nuts, and they had it once, um, and they're at they're actually at risk. But luckily, it was a mild case. Oh, good. Uh, where I've seen, um, unfortunately, I've seen some friends who have lost family members. A friend of mine, mm. uh, someone Ben and I know, uh, lost their mother. Mm. Even and so it's just been yeah. I saw that. I know you're talking crazy, about crazy. Yeah, crazy year. How? So thinking of that, the ability you have this higher purpose driving you. Mm, yeah. Um, what does it look like? For you to own a, a cider company, sure. <laughs> trying to run a business, um, yeah. also working, I think almost your side job, because I think of, oh, when yeah. I think of you, I think of Casey Cider as your main job, yeah. but even though I know. Like, I'm sure my yeah. employers think of it the other way. Yes, it's absolutely full-time for you. Yeah, there. it is, and it is. <laughs> it is full-time, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, this is, Casey what, Cider Co. is a night and weekend gig. Right, and mornings. Yeah, and mornings, <laughs> early mornings. Early morning drop-offs before yeah, this uh, morning. the Zoom check-in. Yeah, and. Yeah. But what does that look like for you? Uh, any pivots you'd have, you've had mm. uh, running the company? Any changes you guys have had to make in this last year? Well, I think like we're probably like everyone else. Where the biggest thing that happened in the last year was COVID, mm. right? Uh, so we we actually placed um, we placed a really big bet at the end of 2019. So 2019, we're three years into this company, and we are. You know, essentially, we look about the same at the end of 2019 as we did in 2016, 2017, right? So um, we kind of followed this really, really simple business model that we came up with at the beginning. We're going to do just this one thing. We're going to do it really well. Mm. Um, we're going to try our hardest in this area. And we're getting to the spot in, into 2019 where we were kind of like, well, we just need to, we need to crap or get off the pot, you know? Like, we need to, um, is this a real thing? <clears throat> or is it not? And so we decided early, 2020 was going to be a big year for us. Mm -hmm. We decided early. And we kind of made the commitment uh, as a team, as there's three of us, we made a commitment as a team that at the end of 2020, we were either going to look very different mm -hmm. than we did at the end of 2019, or we were going to dissolve. We were going to be done. And Yeah, you guys made a bet. Yeah. We literally put all the chips it. in. Yeah, we, and and uh, so we and, and we decided, you know what that looks like. We had a number in our mind of, of what uh, what size we needed to be, right? Um, and we had some ideas on how to get there, and, and we made a big bet. We bought a bunch of apples, you know. So mm -hmm. we do all apples, um, you know, are only available seasonally, right? And we do everything locally, uh, everything fresh. So we do all of our uh, winemaking, all of our fermenting, all of that from like. October through January, maybe February. Mm. Um, so we placed some really big bets. We brought in a ton of apples uh, locally, worked with all of the farmers that we can work with, right, to, to really uh, bring it all in. I think it ended up being like triple the amount that we brought in the year before. Okay. So we were, we were expecting to triple our size uh, in a single year. And January, February was, was a struggle for sure, and we were, you know, coming up with new ways and new strategies to, to, to grow to the level that we had to kind of in our head. And then obviously COVID happened. Right. And, uh, the 15 days to slow the spread was right. 15 right. days to slow the spread. Uh, those were like 15 days of, of dread for right. us because we, uh, we had placed this really big bet on how much cider we were going to make and sell in 2020. We only had a single sales channel, which was we fill up kegs with wine and we sell it to bars and restaurants, right? And that's... Overnight, all the bars and restaurants done, closed yeah. down. Uh, from February to March, our sales went down by 97.5%. Damn. <laughs> so, so, like, a couple of local, you know, what, like, you know, someone bought a keg before Man. they shut down kind of <clears> thing, right? <throat> um, it, was, it, was, it, was a, uh, it was a huge, huge... Um, change for us and you know we, we placed some really big bets so we owed our farmers we you know we were in a we were kind of in a tight spot and 
those 15 days were tough and we were realistic about it and knew that this was going to continue. You know, like I think by day five, we were all like, oh yeah, this is going to be, back then we thought we were being smart. We're like, oh, this is going to be like May or June. Right. (laughs) This is going to be at least six months. I I can see that people think it'll be over 10 days. No, 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 no. We were intelligent and we think it'll last a few months. Um, You were ahead of the game, at least in that way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, towards the end of that first 15 days, on, on a Saturday morning, we had this video call, which is normal for us because we're – one of our owners is in St. Louis anyways. Mm. But, um, but we had this video call. I was sitting out in my backyard because it was a nice day in, in March. And uh, we spent two or three hours as a team, as a small team, just, like, analyzing COVID every way we could, analyzing our business every way we could, just – trying to figure out a way out of this mess right right and we couldn't do it Mm -hmm. uh it was i it goes down as probably the worst day in casey cider co history yeah right and um you know i think everybody i don't want to speak for my partners but at least for me walked away just feeling like it's all futile i've just wasted the last three years of my life yeah. Uh, do I need to sell my car? What do I need to do to try to pay off our, you know, farmers? Because that's one of our values is like, we're not going to leave them hanging. We're going to try to figure out how to pay them. Right. Um, so the sun's setting for you guys at this point. Right. Out how do I salvage this? Yeah. And yeah. take care of the people. Yeah. And, and maybe get out without yeah. suffering too much pain. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but over the course of the next 36 hours after that, I think every single, all three of us, so every single partner, uh, individually just had their own eureka moments hmm. of resolve and gumption. We talked about hustle earlier and, and the, the toxicity of hustle. I would like to replace that word with like gumption or perseverance or right. um, something like that, something that makes more sense. A little more healthier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, but just had this resolve of, and I think every all three of us said this in, the, in a call the next day in different ways, but it was like, Someone is going to survive. Someone is going to make it through this. You know, maybe it could be us. Maybe we can be those people. Um, and we got, you know, all fast forward, we got really lucky. We did a bunch of stuff different. We completely changed our business model. We do. Like, we accomplished our goal from last year, which is we look very different That's amazing. than we looked a year ago. Um, we also got lucky. And I, like, just want to say there are a bunch of people who weren't as lucky mm-hmm. and, uh, their creative venture, whatever they put their passion into is gone now, yeah. maybe forever. And I just think that's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel you. That's where like we, uh, in our own family, my wife owns her own business. She lost about 85% of her business overnight. Um, yeah. because of the nature of the lockdown, how it affected her business. And like I, I had started, I, I was trying to do a whole new career track at the time yeah. and that got shut down for a, a second a while. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was. There were some hard moments where it all ended up where we feel we're in a better position now. Yeah, but I feel very lucky. Yeah, because I have watched so many people and they're still struggling mm. through it today. So I yeah. do feel, and I don't. Some of it, like honestly, most of it is luck in that regard for us. Yeah. Like we were able to capitalize on the luck that came. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's some things and opportunities even in her own business that popped up that were like. Okay, let's let's take this. I can't believe it just came along because of the environment. And yeah. So, um, for you guys, though, uh, what were some of the changes you made that you felt like leveraged the situation at this point? That that could, I love what you talked about, where someone's going to make it. Why can't it be us? Mm-hmm. I love that. What was the what were the changes that you guys made to harness that? Yeah. Um, so for us, like, we were pretty strapped on financing, and so we had to be pretty careful about what moves we made. Mm. But the biggest problem, just to, like, boil it down, the biggest problem for us was we had one single revenue stream, which we talked about earlier. We, we delivered kegs to bars and restaurants. Mm. Right? Well, the bars and restaurants are closed. So, <laughs> and so even if the ones that are open yeah, are doing a drastically quarter, different. A quarter of their business right. or, or less, right? Um, uh, so, so we needed to diversify in earnest for the first time in our time as Casey Cider Co. And it was late, you know, it was, we spent a lot of time early on kind of feeling sorry for ourselves. Like, you know, like, oh, we should have done this so long ago. Yeah, I did a few weeks of just straight yeah. smoking every 
night on the back porch <laughs> drinking way too yeah. much wine and yeah like yeah. yeah like it was it was rough man yeah, it was, it was rough. just it was almost just a yeah and like, I know, seriously I bet I bet <laughs> at least half of the audience who's gonna watch this are like yeah that was me I remember yeah like yeah well, I was there I'm still there because so I'm super sappy and I love the show This Is Us you yeah ever watch okay that? I've seen an episode so yeah. okay so you're not as sappy as I am I love it makes me cry every time but they just <laughs> had their their season opener mm-hmm. that sounds like a baseball game but anyways yeah they they started their new season and it's all about it was all about the start of the pandemic and jenny and i are watching and we both like stopped like we were just like recoiling yeah and i was like, i kind of thank you i was like i kind of forgot that how much this affected me ben's gonna I, break the fourth wall here <laughs> there has been take that but yeah, I had forgot how much that affected me and how stressful that was. Because yeah. to the idea and like in the like I said, I was I was trying to pursue a different career track. My wife's business I watched like completely be obliterated overnight and everyone else is dealing with the same thing. No one knows what's happening. God. And yeah. We got sidetracked, but it's yes, rough, that man. was it's rough. A painful, painful moment. But yeah, we we had to stop watching it for a minute. Because I was like, this is too much. Yeah. And then you see, like, the George Floyd incident. And you see they kind of unpacked those three months of insanity and intensity and pain Mm. that so much of America felt. Mm -hmm. That was like, whew. Anyways, I I can have you, though. I don't know. And I don't know when this is going to come out. But, Mm -hmm. like... Look, if you're watching this in 2023, <laughs> the way I do releases, oh, this right. might come out 2023. Just put, put in the comments, like, <laughs> put in the comments where we were wrong about our assessment. Honestly, like, tell us. Like, uh, we want to know if you could uh, uh, send those comments back in time. We'd like to see them now. That would be awesome. But, Thank uh, you. I, I'm shooting for a few weeks, so <laughs> okay. that's what I'm shooting for. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the episodes I got. So if if, if you're just watching this and you haven't watched the past season. Um, I filmed a whole season of this a year ago, and because while, on of, tour. while I was on tour, yeah, and I got off tour and said I need to make a career change. I did that, which took up all my time, and then COVID happened, which took up like as we just discussed everything. It's crazy, um, kids. And then a year later, a friend of mine named Josh, is uh, a great producer uh, and just a great friend. He was like, "It does no one any good uh, to sit on a hard drive, so put hmm. it out." He said, those people's stories are powerful. Put it out. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, that kind of put the fire under my butt. So, so yeah, I'm going to yeah. – I'm shooting for a few weeks now Crazy. on this one. I'm going to get a little better unless we have another pandemic in between now and then. So, yeah, so COVID was insane. Um, we'll probably all spend the next few years unpacking that. Unpacking personally. all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, for, again, back to you guys, yeah. the choices you were making, financing's low. Yeah. And – it sounds like the dawn was kind of breaking though for you guys. You're seeing a little glimmer of hope. Yeah, man. And where did that take you guys? Yeah. So, uh, definitely we felt, we felt like we were up against a corner for sure. And it didn't feel like there was any way out. Um, but, uh, we've seemed to figure out a way out and, um, it's taken a lot of, we've, (laughs) our business model has always been surrounded in the principle of simplicity, right? Like just keep it simple. That's the only way we can execute. Well, we're not smart enough to, you know, (laughs) just keep it simple. Right. Um, but we were, we were honestly like, and it just took a lot of hard reflection. We were on the verge of, of losing this career because we refused to complicate things. Hmm. Um, we were keeping it simple for the sake of it being simple, and that was going to drive us right into the ground. Back to the one model that you mm-hmm. had, yeah, the yeah, two restaurants. And and you know what? Like, I think ultimately what we learned about ourselves is we actually like we love simplicity, but we love adaptability more. Mm-hmm. And and so that value just kind of started to come forward in our business. We overnight, um, you know, as a uh, who's the author who I think it was like Holden Caulfield for the. He he wrote on the road, huh? Which is like this, um, really classic novel about he's he's traveling to the west coast and back um, in the uh, gosh when was it? You know, it was a long time ago. Um, I have to check it out. It's been a while since I've read the book, but it, it, the the book itself is a great book. It's a great read. 
Um, you should read it. It's awesome, especially if you ever have wanderlust. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely a yeah. Great, that's my life. So yeah, for it's sure. Wanderlust, yeah. Bro. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All of us. We're in lockdown. <laughs> Please help us. <laughs> like when we would oh. tour with the band, I'd come back and we'd like, clean the van out, and then all the kids would pack their bags, and we went on a family tour. Like mm. we're like, let's go ten days on the road, and I was <laughs> let's just keep two going. weeks. Let's yeah. go. So let's keep I going. I love that. That's honestly been one of the hardest yeah. switches. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. the book. Um, <laughs> the the book itself didn't matter. It was the author. He. You know, he, uh, I think, I think that's the book that he just like woke up one night mm. and just started typing and for like 72 straight hours typed. He was probably high on amphetamines because right. it was that time. But, um, and then just, banging away. yeah, just banging away, finished the book. It was, it was a jumbling mess. You can still buy the like original transcript and it's, it's kind of hilarious how many <laughs> issues there are, storyline <laughs> issues, all that. Right. Um, but he just like. He had the vision. He sat down. He didn't leave until he was done, nice. right? And uh, that's kind of what it was. Like, after that really bad meeting that we had, we were all just feeling sorry for ourselves. Mm. Each one of us just kind of individually had, like, that eureka moment that night and just put together – I know I was, like, working with each of the partners individually, and I kind of compiled all these um, opportunities that we were missing uh, in order to, to make it through. So overnight, we – um, designed, built, published a website, turned on an online store, nice. um, it sent out, you know, because we needed new licensing to do that and different permits right. and things like that. So we sent all, all the that fun out. red tape of yeah. owning a. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're regulated, <laughs> it turns out. You know, designing labels, desi- making formulations, we have to get all that stuff approved. And so, you know, doing all that. And, um, you know, I mean, within weeks, uh, we had gone from a business that looked like this to a business that looked like like this, yeah. honestly. Um, and, and it just it took us a couple of weeks, and it wasn't perfect, and it was hard. Uh, but overnight, we turned on subscriptions. It's this really cool thing where now, like, we actually have interactions with our customers and. Mm-hmm. Uh, the subscribers, they get like really special stuff that we're just testing. Just kind of cool. goes in a bottle and gets sent to them and they can give us feedback. Which on is it. super and fun. Like, so if you guys want to, I've, uh, I've, that, got, I've had the chance to test some things. Yeah, you, I've, I'm not doing the subscription yet, full disclosure, but um, I've had the chance to test random things and it's super fun. So you go to caseysiderco.com slash Miguel and get, oh, that's a lie. <laughs> it's not a thing. That would be amazing, um, actually. That would be cool. We need actually. to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should. All right, anyways. <laughs> so full transformation, though. Yeah, like, full transformation. Overnight. overnight transformation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm like, look, we, we 2020 is not going to be one for the record books for any of us small guys. Yeah. Right? The big guys are doing fine. Um, but the small guys, like, you know, no one is breaking records right now. Mm. But I will say, all things considered, we're – pretty close to if not back to where we were before covid that's amazing the difference is our portfolio is way more diverse way different people have seven times as many ways to get this cider than they did six months ago no um that seems like it lays the groundwork though for 2021 to be even more powerful for you guys yeah because now all the strings are coming in yeah you're you're absolutely right and um you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's a cool story of everything coming together uh, at the same time. Because right now, in my humble opinion, we're making the best cider we've ever been making. Uh, we, we've, we've figured out some things that, you know, the growing pains and all that. Um, we haven't, we've, we've made it this far without ever going away from our values. We're still taking our time with this stuff. We're still using real apples from our local orchardists. We're still taking care of our farmers. We're still finding ways to, to be involved in the community and donate to charities. We're still ourselves. Mm. We're still figuring that out. Um, but we've changed how we do all of those things. Right. And we're in a spot now where, yeah, man, uh, I'm just so proud of my partners and me and all the people who, no one has ever gotten a paycheck from Casey Sider Co. We don't have any employees. Uh, that's that entrepreneur real life right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to build something great. Here's a lot of pain and yeah. patience. Along yeah. The way, so. Oh yeah. You're absolutely right. And, and so, you know, I'm not the only one who's donating my time mm-hmm. to make this happen. Right. There's, we've got an entire team of folks 
who are, who are throwing their chips in the pot and saying, mm-hmm. like, hey, we believe in what you guys stand for. Um, and, yeah, you make really good cider, too. Mm-hmm. So let's do this. And um, because of that, yeah, we're poised. Honestly, in a lot of ways, COVID has helped us realize the goals that we had at the end of 2019 hmm. of completely changing, right? Being a new company, you know, it forced our hand. Right. It was kind of a, you know, it was like a refiner's fire, right? We, uh, I'm not saying we're like the Phoenix coming back, you know, <laughs> it's still 2020. <laughs> Life still sucks, but you know, um, you're like, we're still drudging through shit. But yeah. Yeah. But, but at least it's we a see lot a little, better smelling shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm and, and I, well, and I can, I can, for the first time, I can confidently say, pretty confidently say, like, we're not going anywhere. And that's amazing you know, like, to say, I imagine. Yeah. I'm not worried about closing our doors today. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could still happen. Mm. But, but, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> so, reprioritization. Um, you guys are making these choices to expand the model in ways you did not want to, but it sounds like, I mean, in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But but now have all these avenues going. Mm, yeah. uh, so many changes, marriage, new house. I, I think I remember you guys, like, I, I was actually next door, like, working or something mm-hmm. at the coffee shop, and I think you guys came in with, like, paint on you or something. You were, like, remodeling or oh, something. Oh, yeah, The new yeah. home. So yeah, you're yeah. doing all this stuff. Um, over, over this time, last year, year and a half, when you think of this idea of living a great life, mm. to you, how would you define that? For you, what does it look like to live a great life? Yeah. Well, look, it's a, it's a, um, it changes every day. I, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, what would, well, I what, love that honest answer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to lie here. Um, some person's got some big vision board and you're like, no. No, man. It's going to change tomorrow. That makes sense right I now. But I love it. Yeah. It's, I was thinking about that. Like, what would like me as a kid say about that? And I, I had this like memory. Um, so when I was like four, five, six, I, I wanted to be an astronaut. That's what I really wanted to be. Love right. It. And this is like to me, like a six year old or five year old Jeff would have been like, greatness is I'm an astronaut and I'm like chilling out <laughs> with moon rocks and like, you know, just doing all the cool stuff that astronauts do. And, and, and my dreams were shattered when I went to uh, the science center in St. Louis uh-huh. And uh, found was, they had these like girdles. You guys know what I'm talking about? And they had to like pee into the girdles. Oh, yeah. You know, and I was like, you know, for this five year old, I was like, oh, yeah, I've wet my bed. I know what that feels like. <laughs> I want cool. nothing I, to do with it. Oh, no. no you you don't want nothing this. to do with that. I was thinking, you were like, shit, I <laughs> yeah. do that all the time. I'm good. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I want nothing to do with that. No, no every time that happens, it's an accident. It only allegedly happens. <laughs> okay. Allegedly. Allegedly, I wet my bed when I was a kid. So that was endgame um, for you. Endgame, like, right? Nope. Yeah, I'm done. No more, no longer astronaut. It just flipped like that. Just one thing. <laughs> Changed what, like this dream, this huge dream. <laughs> just overnight. Shattered. Down. Yeah, I don't know. I think after that, I was like, well, I think my first job when I was like, you know, young, like preteen, teen, was yeah. landscaping. Okay. And so I was like, so then my dream was like, oh, I want to like, build a golf course and what's the biggest thing that a landscaper can do yeah right. build it like build a golf course or do something crazy like that that was my dream that was that was that was what what living the great life meant was jeff is gonna have a golf course you know and um <laughs> my dreams weren't even that big though now that i'm thinking back it was like i just wanted like a little executive nine hole course you know? oh okay like you, know, like you weren't thinking pga tour three. or nothing no like no yeah it's i guess I, I i guess those were dark days i didn't yeah. have very big aspirations gotcha. at that point yeah 12-year-old Jeff was slacking, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, my point is, like, you know, the, the tangible parts of it change all the time. Right. You know, what does is, what is living a great life look like? Or, or maybe another way of saying it is, like, what is a success, right? And you might have a dream. You might have a vision. And you might be, like, super resolved in that dream or that vision. Um, but understand that, like, that's just a thing, mm-hmm. you know? And <clears throat> ultimately... Man, it's so cliche, but how many times have you heard in your life, like, you know, success in life isn't uh, the things that you own, but it's, you know, the relationships and experiences or, you know, you've heard it a million different ways. Right. Uh, but you've heard it that way. And honestly, just 
the older I get, the less that's cliche and the more that's just, mm. you know what? Like, yeah, I want to be financially independent. Um, I have some tangible goals. Certainly I do. Uh, but, you know, if I get there and my wife has left me because I was an idiot um, or my kids don't know me anymore, yeah. you know? What's the point? Right. What's the point? You know? Um, we had a... So we had we had several deaths in our family this year. One of them actually was a COVID death, but... Wow. Uh, isolation death. But... Um, I see. <clears throat> uh, but... So we've, we've been met as a family. My wife and I and my, my brother and my sister and my other brother. We've, we've been met with this, like, mortality question a lot lately. And it's it's been very, like... It's been very good for me. It's been very good for everyone in my family. It's like, you know what? <clears throat> who cares? Mm. Like, who cares? <laughs> you know, like, here's the thing. I'll go back to what I said earlier. Like, the cider company, of course, I want it to be successful. I want to blow the lid off this thing. Right. That, I want that more than most things. I want that. But I want it the right way. Mm. Like what you were saying. Do the work, do the right work. Right. You know? We could blow the lid off this thing right now and be leveraged up to our eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And and my and and relationships, you know, being you know, eventually you have away. to screw over your farmers. Eventually yeah. you can't give to charity. Eventually that's, that was something I was thinking about as you were talking. It's like some businesses want to go so fast, and I've always wanted to go so fast, but often the slower approach yeah, allows man. you to to do the things you actually wanted to do yeah, and, and live the way you want to live. And I'm not saying like, <clears throat> to use the football reference, I'm not saying like run it up the middle every time. Yeah. You know, you, we're, we're, we're living that right now as uh, a company, you know, I, to expand on that analogy, we're throwing, you know, Hail Marys every once in a while. <laughs> as I said, we've gotten lucky a few times, <clears throat> right? Um, but what I'm saying is I think – a lot of people put the task before the actual goal, yeah. which is, look, you want to be happy. You want to experience joy. You want to laugh as much as possible and cry as much as possible. And, you know, I think we're both getting older. I'm sure you've experienced the older I get, man, the more I cry. Yeah. Every, I told you I watched This yeah. Is Us just so I can cry. Like, mm. it's just it's crazy, you know, man. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, it's like it's I like, hope my kids love me like that like, when all, I'm older. Oh my god! <laughs> all those decades of pent up emotions sure. just like coming out all at once. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, look, I, who am I to tell people how to live their lives? And yeah. and I'm not saying I have some wisdom that that no one else has. I'm not saying that. I'm saying for me, look, man, this this has to go the right way. Or it doesn't go, mm. and and that's true with the cidery. It's true my, with my relationships, with my wife, with my friends, with my family. Um, look, I'm I'm not here to accomplish a net worth anymore. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, I'm here to do what I think I was put here to do, which is create. I think we're all makers, mm -hmm. you know, and. Um, you're either redeeming the world with your actions or you're damning the world with your actions. It's just like that, that simple. And, and who cares what your level of influence is? You still own a little corner of this world. Mm -hmm. You own it. Um, and it's your responsibility to do right by it. You know. So, yeah, man, what's the point of owning a company? If charity isn't in your list of values, I'm calling you out right now. Like, yeah. change it. You're in it for the wrong reasons. You know, if you're not bettering your neighbor, your brother, your sister, what are you really in it for? And be explicit about it. Tell us so that I can shop other places, honestly. Right. Um, that's what matters. That's what the goals are, really. Yeah. You know, when you, when, you, when you boil it down. A lot of people ask about, like, your deathbed, whatever. Your deathbed is one day. <laughs> who cares what you think you're probably <laughs> i care how you lived up yeah. to that point who cares what you think about yourself <clears throat> on your deathbed like if you it, honestly if you're lucky you probably won't remember much about that day if it, you know whatever yeah 
not to get it spiritual, but <laughs> who cares? That is interesting. You're probably it's, senile. It's like this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this two-hour moment or you know, 30-second moment for somebody. Yeah. Um, and if you're, if you're one of those people who's like making that speech for that last minute, dude, tell whoever you want to tell that thing that yeah. thing right now. Just do it. You're not guaranteed a deathbed. Like who sang that song in the living years? Do you remember that? Oh yeah. In the living years. Was that Bruce Hornsby? No. I don't know. Mr. No. Fact check. Do we have a do we have a fact checker? It was like that era. <laughs> Bruce Hornsby in the living years. That's not Bruce Hornsby. Where's Jamie? That's just the way. Do we have a Jamie? <laughs> hey Jamie, uh, full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know Jamie. He just got COVID. <laughs> he so just got COVID. He did. <laughs> he was quarantined. He literally was, like, pretending. So. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, no He's way. He's the only one out of the, yeah, the whole crew. But, um, which is hilarious. <laughs> but, no, that, I think, I think that concept, though, it's, I can't remember who said it. It's, like, that idea of, of working to put up a ladder and, and climb up this, every rung of a ladder and mm. then realize that you put the ladder up against the wrong wall. Mm. It's like you did all, it's like that image has always stuck with me. Um, and honestly, that's what I've been asking a lot of. That's why I've made so many different changes in my own life, professionally and personally over the last year, year and a half. Cause yeah. it's like, I feel like I just keep putting the ladder on the wrong wall hmm. trying to figure that out. And it sounds like you, you're finding that wall. You're like, this is the wall. I want to climb up some rungs, you know? No, I want to be explicitly clear. Uh, I'm probably on the wrong wall. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe that's a part of it, too. Um, I I actually referenced this same friend in the last interview uh, right before you came in, a friend of mine named Evan. We just talk about, like, I love grand plans. Mm -hmm. I love detailing every little nuance. I feel like I can see those things and visionary kind Mm -hmm. of whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, if you get past step two and it wasn't the right step, you have to change. And then it changes all, all the pieces down the row. Yeah. And, and he keeps reminding me that as a great friend of just saying, Hey, what's the next step? Just test this out. Is it right? Is it wrong? Figure it out. And then from there you can figure out the next step and just keep going slowly, Mm. figure out what you really love where, you know, it's like you talk about net worth where I always had this like vision of what I needed for, for income and all these things where we're actually making less, way less than I imagined that number to be. Yeah. And suddenly in our family, we're like, I'm actually really happy. Yeah. Cause we made okay. choices to, instead of trying to live quote unquote, a more materialistic, bigger life, we just kind of dialed everything back and we're like, you know what? This is kind of nice actually. Yeah. Kind of enjoy that. And so yeah. it's like recalibrating every step. Interesting. It's an interesting way. So. so how was that transition for you guys? Like going from, man, like Miguel, you are one of the most ambitious people I know. <laughs> um, I love, so just like context for the audience here, uh, <laughs> Miguel and I used to <clears throat> spend time, we would go to Anton's Steakhouse. Yes. Sundays. Mm-hmm. They have half price bottles of wine. Yeah. We'd sit there for hours and just talk about our dreams, right? And yep. just, And just like, man... If we accomplished half, <laughs> no, man. maybe smoking cigars, and rolling and Rolls Royces yeah. and shit. Like, <laughs> Rolls Royce, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't Tesla know. And, I don't even like yeah. a Rolls Royce. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. What's the expensive Tesla's car these much days? better. Yeah. I was actually we were driving my son and I on our way here. We were we were right behind a Tesla. I was like, damn, those are nice. Though. Yeah, dude, they look I really. Yeah, like they look slick. <clears throat> they look really slick. Uh, yeah, so, so we used to just, you know, back and forth, oh, I want to do this. <clears throat> yeah, and like, how do we do that? We're going to take over the world. <laughs> Here's um, my business plan. We're not even talking about like in our teens. Like this is like us in our 20s and 30s. Yeah, grown-ass men. Grown-ass men just being yeah. like, we're going to take this bitch over. Right. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to. Um, and I, I just, I love that about you. But I'm, I am curious. Like, man, last year's been, I've heard part of your story. You know, like, it's been a tough year. It's mm. been a tough several years, like, as, as um, I think you and I are on similar, similar paths, just, like, learning and um, questioning everything. Yeah. What do you have to share? That's interesting. Like, I, hearing you talk and thinking about what you had said something about, like, if you reach these goals but your wife 
you know, leaves you and your kids hate you, those kind of things. Those are, those are things that I think about so much. And that last tour I was on, just three weeks gone, and I was by myself, which mm-hmm. was new because I was used to touring with the band, yeah. uh, which in a lot of times Ben behind the camera would go with us too. So yeah. these are all, my bandmates were like family. Um, they're like, some of them lived with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all yeah. that kind of thing. They're, they're, we're so close. You, you didn't feel, I was away from my family, my boys and my wife, but, but touring solo, it really made me just question everything. Because I yeah. had, I was always alone, and even the people I was with were all new. Which I love meeting new people, but they don't know you the way. So the band was always like an insulation. Yeah. Because it was like, here's my people, and no matter what, at the end of the night, I'm know I'm going to go drink a whole lot of wine with Ben, yeah. our bass player, yeah. and Daniel's going to show us some cool videos on <clears> YouTube, <throat> and we're going to chill. Anyways, um, it just ultimately. I had to wrestle with what do I really want, you know, and what is joy to me. And I constantly throughout the last several years, I have this image of my wife and I being 70 swinging on like a little, little like porch swing kind of looking over a field. I know it's super cheesy, but for me, it's like, I want to know in that moment that I lived a good life with her. I want to know in that moment that my kids are successful and they were inspired and that's a, a, that's a big thing to me. I don't want them, I don't want to just provide financially for them. In fact, I don't even think that's the most important thing. Mm. I think the inspiration, honestly, is mm-hmm. more important. Um, finances, yes, are important, but it's the inspiration. What life could look like. Yeah, um, yeah, certainly. And in that moment, it's like, I want to be able to look back and say, like, we did <clears throat> these things together. Mm. And I want to know she's happy. I want to know my kids are moving forward and inspiring other people. And it's like, how do I get to that point? And really, every move I made, even trying, there was a brief time where I thought I was going to go into like landscaping and maybe like buy my own business within that realm. Right. Um, because, and that was a financial piece, because we always struggle financially as a touring artist. Mm. And, but I realized I wasn't happy doing that. And I brought that unhappiness to my family, <laughs> you know, and, and I also realized I was dying inside. Yeah. And I was no longer inspiring those around me. Interesting. Especially my kids. Yeah. Where we, and again, not all of it, it's not like I had some grand plan either. It was just Jenny's business expanded where I was able to help her. And now right. we do it together. Yeah. Which allows where we don't have to work as much mm. um, individually. <clears throat> yeah. And we actually work together now. And that affords us the time to pursue these other creative endeavors during the day and to pursue them around our kids. And so yeah. at least right now, like in the, in the realm I'm in, I'm loving, I'm loving doing that. I'm loving being home, writing music, uh, editing videos, doing interviews. Yeah. We're like, you know, Trey's here, our oldest boy. Uh, <clears throat> he's doing virtual school in the back room. It's awesome. <laughs> when he needs to, when he it's has good meetings kid, man. and he's taking pictures and doing video and, mm-hmm. Like all the way down to our youngest kids are like starting YouTube channels and doing about drawing and they're, awesome. they're doing their, their drawings, their little owls and their little things. And it's just, I want to inspire them and I want to leave that legacy behind. Yeah. And, and even this, these, these things have kind of like inspired me of like hearing the stories of everyone, how, like even listening to you, I know it inspires me. It makes me think of things like, Ooh, that's a great idea. I could apply that to what I'm doing and, and shift that. Or even like the people I'm meeting where I'm, I think before I was telling you, Hey, I met this one guy. I think he'd be great for you to meet. Mm -hmm. Like realizing like, these are things I love. How do I just do more of that? How do I find a way? Even if it means selling, like we sold our house, Mm. we got rid of debt. We Mm -hmm. like, it's like downsizing the things that most people don't want to do and see it as lack of success for us was like the best decisions we ever made removing burdens exactly where we actually it's funny is like we downsized and we're in a place now where we're like i never would have thought i'd like a place like this but we love it we love it more than where we were before and i think part of it is just the stress of holding on to the shit we had (laughs) yeah so it's like making all those kind of choices and 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 movements it's Mm. again it's not there's no grand plan at this point it's just like no, this is right for the moment. Now let's figure out the next step. 
But yeah, thank you for asking, man. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's been a crazy, really, last few years. And yeah. this year, I think, honestly, COVID was one of those pause moments that I never gave myself. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, li- I just spent time smoking and drinking and at night and then hanging out with my family all day mm-hmm. and not doing anything, not going anywhere, right. which I love doing anything and I love going anywhere I can. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it, it was a good time to recalibrate and, and just see what you can live without huh. and find out actually it's in some ways more enjoyable to live without a lot of things Mm. because it creates space for the things that you really want to live with. Yeah. It's funny. I wonder how many people share that sentiment right now of Mm. like, there are a lot of folks who are just stuck looking at their four walls right now Mm -hmm. and seeing all the stuff they have. I wonder how many people are just going like straight, like, minimalist none of this matters right let's focus on what matters because i know i've had a similar response as you like just man my priorities have changed yeah um hard no i feel you man that's for sure wow dude thanks for sharing no thanks for asking man i appreciate it now creation yeah you're an artist through and through whether it's (laughs) whether it's music whether it's alcohol Functioning uh, artist. Functioning, <laughs> functioning <laughs> alcoholic. Uh, artist, artist. Artist. That's functioning artist. Uh, when, you, when you think of, well, to you, what does it mean to create great things? What does it mean to create great things? Man, I love this. It's, it, this was my favorite saying when I was a kid, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Or like, I still remember the first time I heard that and comprehended it. You know, it was like just one of those moments that was like, that, I like that. That makes sense. Um, I'm going to stick with that. And I think that's really true. I'd say like, I'm just going to reiterate something I said earlier about creators are creators. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. And you can give a creator a pencil, you can give them musical instrument you can give them whatever and they could be shit at whatever it is you give them <laughs> they're still going to create something yeah I'm, right. the, I'm the worst drawer in the world i'm so bad i'm so bad but like in meetings i'm sitting there i've got a pen in my hand i'm you know you're look we're made to make yeah. you know and so i think to me like winning in that area of like creating or being great or, or creating great things or greatness in general is um like what we were talking about earlier, you own this little corner of the world, however big or smaller that corner is, mm. your goal, your function, your existence is to make that world a little better. Hmm. You're either redeeming it or you're damning it, you know? And creating great things is just part of that, part of that function, is you as a human are built to make stuff, whether it's tangibly or intangibly whether it's videos or film or it's art or you're building a house or whatever, you know, I've, I've, I've told people for a really long time that you could take the owners of Casey Cider Co., my company, you could take the owners of my company and give us a different company, completely different. It could be friggin' credit swaps on the, on the financial market on the, and Wall Street. It could be credit default swaps. That's what they're called, credit default swaps. Or it could super be- Super fun business. Yeah, super fun. Yeah, yeah, really exciting business. Or it could be building houses or it could be um, making shirts and hats or cider yeah. uh, or whatever. You know, the philosophy stays the same because the philosophy is all central around the maker, the creator, and, and the goals of any human being are to create something unique, different, put your stamp here, um, hopefully for the better right. of all humanity, whether, whether that's, you know, you actually are in a position to impact everybody or not. Um, so for us, like we're a really, really small company. There's three of us. Uh, 
you know, I talked, we tripled, we tripled our inbound like apples that we bought last year. And that's still like a speck, you know, compared to even our competitors in the state. Right. You know, we're, we're small. Um, but whether it's making cider or making music, you know, I'm a, um, I'm a recovering failed musician. Um, <laughs> I've been that several times. Yeah, I've been it a couple times now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I bet I could write a lot of albums about failing As <laughs> in the music industry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whew, tough subject. Uh, or making music or, or, or filming or doing podcasts, talking with people. Um, the truth of the matter is we're made to create. Yeah. And as long as you're doing that in earnest, as long as you're doing that, being true to yourself, as long as you're not, um, as long as you're not compromised in yourself and your self-worth and your, and your self-identity, your identity of who you are, um, man, that's, that's probably going to be great. It's probably going to be great. And you know what? How you measure greatness probably matters more yeah. uh, than whether or not I think it's great. Because that's just one slider, right, is public opinion or Jeff's opinion. <laughs> that's probably not a slider like, on yours, right? You probably don't care what I think. I like the idea of sliders on there. <laughs> other people's opinion or, yeah. or public opinion. You know, but, but there's all these other things, man. How, what, what are you bringing to just beautification of our mm. world? What, um, what do you think about it? Does it bring you joy or happiness or self-worth? Are you loving the people around you with your art, right? Are you um, a positive influence? You know, even if you're not, dude, it's beauty's in the eye of the beholder, yeah. you know? What's great to you may not be great to me. And ultimately, like, man... I hate the question, like, if you could go back, like, say something to your 25-year-old self, well, what would you say? I don't know, man. I probably wouldn't say a thing to him because he was an asshole. <laughs> he was, like, I wouldn't hang out with him. I wouldn't dude. hang out with him. Yeah, you know? I don't know if I honestly would hang out with the 25-year-old me. <laughs> right? Um, look, like, part of creating great things is also becoming a great human being. And mm -hmm. I think, really, ultimately, as long as you're growing, as long as you're learning as long as you're taking the stuff, when I say learning, I mean taking the stuff that you have absorbed and applying it. Yeah. If you're, if you're applying learnings to your life and you're truly trying to become a better human being for yourself and for the people around you, dude, I guarantee you you're creating great things. Guarantee it. Yeah. It's impossible for you not to create great things if that's what you're trying to do because that's what you were built to do is what I believe. Yeah. And so... Man, I don't know. I'm not trying to get super philosophical, although I enjoy philosophizing. <laughs> with you. Uh, they are philosophical questions, though, so it's it's okay. It's okay. To, to put it realist, like real for me, yeah, I'm really proud of this cider. I'm really proud of it because it's years and years and years and years of myself, my partner Trafe, uh, my brother Brad, the three of us, uh, working really, really hard to get as close to perfection as we can with the resources that are given to us, mm. right? And if instead of Casey Cider Co., it was Casey Cool Shirt and Hat Co., I would say the exact same thing. I'd say the exact same thing. This is the best product that our minds could put together and create mm. for you. And I can say with honesty, it's without compromise. It is what it is because it came out of that creative mentality yeah. out of a goal of being unique and different and creative. And so, I don't know, man. I think I'm creating great things. It's all, it's all re relative. Uh, five years from now, ten years from now, I'm going to open a bottle of this rosé and I'm going to be like, <laughs> what were we thinking? This sucks. <laughs> yeah. Our new rosé is so much better. Our new, yeah, our new, 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 new rosé <laughs> is so much better than this, right? You know, Because we're all humans, we're all living, we're all learning, we're all applying our learnings to um, become better versions of ourselves. And I don't think if any of us are being honest with ourselves, none of us would hang out with our 10 years ago self. Right. And if you did, I kind of question your progression. 
in a sense. Yeah, man. Because it's like if all think, of us are learning different things. If you think 25-year-old you, can, if you're uh, over the age of 25, if 15-year-old you, whatever, mm. is just super awesome, you might be an asshole. <laughs> you, like, are you peaked in high school? Yeah. Are <laughs> you peaked in high school? Yeah, man. We're all learning. And, we're, like, and, and you know what? Like, re- Full respect to you for who you are, by the way. Like, I'm not trying to make you feel bad about yourself, but... Yeah, maybe you need to start thinking about your personal growth. Well, and that's the thing is if you did peak in high school or college or at this one pinnacle in your career as an adult, but life has sucked since then, the reality is is we're in control of our lives. And so what are the choices you're making at this point to change that? It's not like everything's going to be a constant, you know, up and to the right, but at the end, we're responsible for our own happiness mm. and our own joy. And you got to be able to change those things. Yeah, man. So. Uh, I love these faces. We got a cameo for Daniel, Daniel Cole. Cole. <laughs> What's up? Oh, I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> I love him more. Stay in it. man, next week. <laughs> <laughs> that is the next interview. We'll cue it up. Well done, Daniel Cole. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. That's amazing. Man, thank you so much, though. Thank you for yeah, man, and cheers. Thank you for not giving up on this, dude. I really I appreciate, appreciate yeah, and I appreciate you putting out good content and being being your creative self. Thank you, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Live and Create podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe and leave a comment or a review. The Live and Create podcast.